Hello everyone, I'm Rihanna Yusuf, your host for Own Your Breath podcast. Welcome back to our season two. And for those of you who may be new here, um, my first season of nine episodes actually made it to top 25 most followed podcasts in the world. So I'm so happy, thrilled and grateful. And today I especially invite Bunny Yen to open my second season, especially just because I, I mean, I invited, I've got a, a list of people that I invited to speak on my podcast, but when I spoke to Bunny Yen, see my hair already stood, she just had this <laughs> breath of fresh air. She's so refreshing, so daring, so free, and, and I love it. Never met her before, by the way. So I actually invited her partner to speak on my podcast and her partner told me, you love my girlfriend. So with us today, Bunny Yang. <laughs> oh, Bunny. What's up, everybody? Yeah. Introduce yourself for us. She's a woman of so oh. much talent. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> my name is Bunny and... Uh, <clears throat> I coined myself as a fashion edutainer. Uh, I'm one of the leading expert in fashion sustainability. And I'm about to have my own TV series. Very excited. <gasps> Developing this year. But I don't think I'm here to talk about my fashion and my career. I talk about my other interests today, right? Yes. The main reason I invited, it's like Bonnie has so many interesting parts of her. Like I was like telling her, I don't know which one we should be talking first. So however, we come to an agreement um, that we are going to talk about sex. I'm really intrigued, really blown away by her perspective and freedom of how she perceives sex. So Bunny, thank you for agreeing to come with me. Like literally, you know, you know within short notice. I really appreciate that. So... Tell me, what is your, what do you think of sex? What's your take on sex? Oh, I absolutely love talking about that topic because there's just so much things about sex. Like as much we see it on TV, like we like read it in a uh, romance novel, a lot of like, uh, I guess, real life practice, uh, most of us either shy, uh, lack of experience or um, lack of communication <clears throat> and I just feel like you know even being around like uh, sex tech I worked in a sex toy company and all of that every single time that that topic come up I'll still giggle I still love people's like sex successful or um, fail story we still you know between our girlfriends and guy friends you know chat about what happened and giggle about it it's just a very, very fun aspect of human nature to chat about. Yeah, I'm kind of into that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love that you're into it. And I love, I, I mean, I love sex myself. Um, probably in, in no comparison to you, but by the stories that you- There's you know, no measuring stick. There's no measuring I know, stick. I know, I know. But it's just that I just love your stories. It inspires me. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I do. I do enjoy sex and I- I feel there's so much taboo around it. And then just because, mm -hmm. you know, I, I like to talk about it um, openly sometimes to my friends. 
And you know, sometimes you can be perceived in a certain way, which it shouldn't be the way, you know? There's a lot of topic like mental health, sex, money, uh, uh, grieving. These are all subjects people, you know, don't talk so much as we should. You know, it, it makes them uncomfortable. And I especially, um, you know, I find it very mind, quite mind boggling that there are actually many people that haven't even masturbated yet, ever. I know, I know. I, I have met some, uh, 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 like uh, quite shocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like almost like there's a part of your body like you have never able to experience yourself. It's like, oh, okay, okay. You know, it, it's like, uh, again, sex, there's the, unless of course it's a, a, against like law, there's so much like um, things like different kings, different way, different hormone balance. Like if you're into it, not into it, asexual, sexual, that it just all varies. But sometimes it, it wasn't because like you are asexual, just it could be like lack of educational system, especially in China. Like there's no sex ed, you know, you yeah. kind of just like learn it from friends. And a lot of time you could learn it wrong. You know, like I remember mm. when I, um, well, 14, 15, not until a, a good friend told me about it. I never even thought of like, hey, let me grab a mirror to see exactly what my JJ looks like. You yeah. know, it just didn't cross my mind. So like, I totally get it. Like how you can, how you know, did you do that? not see it missing, but you know, huh? How old did you do that when you took a mirror? 14, 13, 14. I mean, like, we, uh, you know, I moved from um, China to U.S. when I was 12, right? So, um, you know, my friends, like, uh, good girlfriends, and I, we have sex ed. But just really telling you about the reproduction system. That, like, you don't talk about orgasm. You don't talk about consent back then. You don't talk about, like, what's the right way, wrong way, asking for, for like, you know, uh, what each person like. You're just like, here is what a penis looks like with balls, right? Uh, um, and not even a lot, lot about clit and vagina and central point either. It's very, very um, scientific diagram instead of like yeah. human, you know, behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah. interesting. I totally agree. Well, I only, you know, took a look at mine, maybe in my 30s. I mean, as much as I was active in it but I it, it still didn't come across my mind to, to, to take a look at it so it's right you don't think about it yeah mm -hmm. exactly until I wonder if it's the same thing with the guy side too because I, I know about female side and chatting with friends right I wonder if like you know most guys do they just take a care like you know um I think look at it and just more. look <laughs> you think so because it's sure. not easy for them they just stand in front of a mirror is there? Is dangly right there? It's impossible not to see. For us, so, but no, no, that's different. That's different. That's different. Because mm -hmm. like we can stay in front of the mirror and see the out, like the frontal outside of it, right? But like to really take a hand mirror and you right. know, for guys to flip up, you know, underside, left, right, to see your <laughs> whole genitalia. It's very different. Uh, experience than like oh swing around in front of mirror and playing elephant right it's it's, it's very very different that's true I I, I only remember <laughs> that um 
because I used to be in fashion as well. So I've got a lot of measuring tape um, in my place. So my one of my friends, a meditation teacher, actually, he asked me, do you have an extra measuring tape? I said, yes, I do. What do you need it for? I want to measure my back part. What? <laughs> I said, well, yeah. So I gave it to him. And he's, he's in his 40s. <laughs> yeah, so... And, and he never measured it. <laughs> I think so. Otherwise, why would he ask me, right? Yeah. So, but it's, and I like his. I don't know. Name. He might be able to, hinting something, you know. I don't know. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> Fully pledged gay, like straight oh, okay. gay. But he's, or maybe he just want to reconfirm again in his 40s. But he's very, very active, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we were talking about masturbation right was it mm -hmm. yeah so like here's the thing i i strongly think everybody should masturbate you know mm -hmm. I, I think everybody should be able uh, to make themselves happy and and then you can make others happy i'm a strong believer of that if mm. i just rely <laughs> you know rely on someone um, to make me happy in any level, that puts so much stress on the other person. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Um, uh, yeah, and so, I mean, I'm not saying people should be masturbating left, right, center, but I think you, everything you should be doing it, um, enough. To, I mean, it is pleasure. Pleasure is forgotten in our modern world because we're so busy chasing um chasing so many things, instant gratification. Although masturbation is instant gratification, but it's a form of energy being released, which is sacred in a way. What do you think? Or it just fucking feels good. It should do shit that feels good. I totally agree. Like, um, not that, uh, I, I think everybody should have allowed to masturbate if they choose to do so you know there's no stimuli like, around like shame or um any shame, kind of restriction yes, yes, yes. yeah 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 because yeah, yeah. because yeah. again like there's a spectrum of like um different hormone level right and yeah I do agree masturbating is very very fun for me I I pretty much would write it down as a hobby because like, <laughs> I do enough of that <laughs> um uh with hands with toys you know uh with various uh well not with various technique like i i have my set because like every girl's different we all mastery differently and um what are the different i particularly yeah go on, go on. Okay, okay i particularly yeah? i like i can only really come easily if one leg straight one leg bend it's just like oh, okay. it's so weird yeah, yeah 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 like and also i don't do penetration i do like uh, clitoris stimulation for me I can't really come like with penetration with partner it'll take fucking forever but like I do enjoy you know penetration and uh, the sex part but um uh, masturbation and orgasm is two different feelings I like them both like I, I don't I'm one of those I don't need to like have to get an orgasm at the end because like yeah. sex is you know very very pleasurable for me yeah. um yeah but with my own time you know I can just like do it whenever like I would do it like sometimes just have the mood when I'm watching memes I'm like you know what 
I'm just gonna masturbate now. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes my partner goes like, I don't even know how you can be watching memes and still masturbate and still come. I'm like, no, it feels good, and just you know, go ahead with it, and uh, you know, in your daily life, and just like, I just want my one of my hands to be touching my clit right <laughs> um yeah and i know my uh, my other friends can only do it with uh, um uh, belly laying down which i find that so oh, hard because wow. you're laying on your hand Be- belly lying yeah. down wow yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So and with the be pillow between her legs huh? sorry sorry what did you say and with the pillow between her legs oh wow mm-hmm. oh okay so she's grinding on the pillow that too right but like you, you know I personally can't really do it with face down yeah. I can be- I, I sometimes I try to try with my left hand does not have the same rhythm as my dominant hand yeah it, it's very interesting yeah, yeah. um well there's a, something that you may want to try so what I realized I mean being someone that you know I that you know I, I must have um healthy amount as well um, so I realized when I do that, then I wouldn't be able to come with a man. However, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to start um, a relationship with someone, so I will stop masturbating. When I stop at least a week, I actually will be able to, to, to come with him. I think, give it a try. I think because we are so used to our own rhythm and technique. So you need this space like a, uh, detox from, <laughs> from our technique to allow the other person to be more open for the other the other person's technique to embrace and of course there's always guidance and coaching involved uh, in my case like um there's a lot of females who cannot come on penetration oh, that's true. it's that's just true. everybody wired differently yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um not much detox i think like there's one time I'm trying to see, because like female can do multiple orgasms, right? Like a lot easier. Like there are fewer guys who can, but mostly female could do it. Um, I think the most I have done in one session, like just like with few breaks in the middle, but just keep on going is nine times. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I'm so that. fucking proud. I mean, it takes I'm hours now. Cheers. Um, so we are, well, I was inspired by her well it's morning in singapore now we're having gin breakfast um by the way bunny is in sydney <laughs> yeah so i'm having gin lunch mm-hmm. yeah perfect um yeah that's amazing night i i can't remember if i done now at least not to mine that i could recall maybe close but oh no. that day was on purpose that day i had a mission right i'm like i'm gonna see how many fucking times I got my water on the side. I had my energy bar. I was ready. I'm like, I'm not moving away. So this is, this is masturbation, I'm... not with someone. No, no, no. Just masturbating by myself. Ah, okay, okay. I want to see how many times I can do it. Uh-huh. <laughs> love it, uh-huh. love it. Okay. I mean, was I hella chafed afterwards? Yes, I was hella chafed. But like, yeah. You do feel so fun. tired, isn't it? I'll fall asleep sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great time. Like, you know, you, you release a lot of happy hormones, right? You got endorphins, you got like, uh, um, what you would call it, melatonin, where you like, like, eases you and less stress. And honestly, this is so weird. I usually try to masturbate if I have a cold or a flu. 
Nice. And it takes longer, right? It does take longer. But after I finish, it like, you know, you sweat it out, like my nose is all clear, whatever, you know, um, I, I'm no longer like as uncomfortable, like temperature goes down. Yeah, it just like, it's like a secret remedy that, you know, I don't care. Like, I mean, the science behind it, when I remember to Google, I would, but all these years, I just always freaking forget to check it when I remember it, but it works every single time for me when I have a cold or a flu I it makes it better I believe you I do believe you sometimes when I'm um, if I feel low uh you know I, when I feel low anxious um um maybe maybe even sick you know I'm bored and you, you are sick you're sick right but I don't like and it's part of human you know human experience emotions we you know we're up and down but I'm like but I, I try to always bring myself to vibrate higher intentionally so one of it, that's what I'll do. So high five. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I promise I washed my hand before I high five you. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Um, here's another thing I feel like I used to a long time ago when I'm younger, where I'm a little bit more conscious about sex, how to perform, because we've seen so many things, like you say, this romance novel, pornography or the definition of all the cel you know what the celebrities what we see on social medias so you need it to be in certain way however as I shifted more to being more authentic to myself as I love myself more and I could ground myself in my own self my own energy that's when I could actually I'm, I'm more confident and I'm, I could actually come easier but that's just me like I feel one of the things is being comfortable with ourselves, um, uh -huh. uh, you know, and be, be being more relaxed and more open, and then you can receive. And I applied it for everything in my life. When I'm more relaxed, I'm able to receive. Oh, I'm more fluid in that sense. Like I would, whenever I feel the mood strikes me, I'd be like, ah, okay, masturbate. Or sometimes I'm just bored. I'll just be like, I'm bored. I'm going to play with myself. <laughs> yeah. So I don't have a set mood to masturbate. Um, let me think about that. No, not really. I can do it when I'm calm. I can do it when I'm anxious. What I said was more when with a, I'm with a man. Like for masturbation, I do it on my time, anytime. But with a, when with a man, I find that, um, yeah, when I'm more relaxed, no expectation, I come in just with me, wherever. And then that's when that is I, I teach myself how to be able to come. So by relaxing. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Huh. <laughs> so. Oh, do you know if you can squirt or not? No, I don't. That I, I, I mean, I wish I fantasize about it. Um, you know, I feel, and I do know that just like coming, you know, squirting is not for everybody. I read about it. Not, it, not so much. Uh, you know, it's not something like top of my list. Uh, but it's yeah, but it's nice to experience. Do you have any any tips on it? What, oh no, I have no idea where's my button when it comes to squirting. Uh, with some partner I could, with others I couldn't, yeah. and I have no idea how that shit works. Because like technically, when the penis hitting that spot, right, my finger's not in there to try to figure out exactly which spot that person's hitting to to squirt. But like. 
I remember the first time I did that, I shocked the shit out of me. I was just like, wait, did I just pee on myself? Like, but it really is different. I have read a lot of people going like, you know, debating is squirting peeing. It really isn't. It's just a clear liquid. Like, I mean, would you squeeze a little pee out when you squirt? It's possibility. But it is a very different consistency of liquid and very different, I, I guess, gland that that's pushing it out. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I see like in porn some girls can just do it and just like touch one spot and just like river I cannot do that no idea what the fuck it is but it, it's interesting every now and then I shock myself mm -hmm. <laughs> love it mm -hmm. that's great I mean like I personally have never experienced that but I make it up with other things <laughs> <laughs> so for sex are you a toy user or not a toy user not so much to be honest I mean like Mm -hmm. I've, I've never I've actually never bought one for myself I'm, I'm mm -hmm. open to it I mean I I have one which is um this is actually not a toy it's, it's someone massage but, but this was my younger days you know like I, I'm very very young I was still in school it's but the massage thing looks like the shape of that so I use that and then when as an adulthood I was given oh, the magic wand? You got something like the that. magic wand? Yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and adulthood, um, I have a bunny. Again, I didn't buy it, but because I had like um, made a breakup, like this, the worst breakup ever I had. So bless my friend, a good friend of mine. She's like, don't be sad. I know you had great sex with him, but here's your bunny to make up for you. <laughs> So I still have the bunny. Well, everybody needs a bunny. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, just that. Um, otherwise, I never, although I did thought of um, maybe it's time I get one, you know, just to venture more. I generally just use my own resources. How about you? I know you told me that some of your toys, you even broke some of your toys. Uh, yeah, yeah. I have a couple of them that uh, just couldn't take it before the warranty that I sent it back to the factory and get my full refund coming back. In, in my hand, like, you should, I, I also hinted in the email, I'm like, you should just use me as a texter, te tester to, to see how long the fucking summer shit lasts. No, no, it didn't come back. Actually, it, but it's okay. Uh -huh. Which I just remind, actually, I uh -huh. will recommend you to um company because they actually Two years ago, they emailed me because uh, they, 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 I had a, a different platform, a talking platform where I interviewed them and then they actually want me to be their tester. So I said, I can't. Do that, do that. Yeah, <laughs> I will introduce you. You'll be perfect. Uh, yeah, and another thing that I'm... Um, well, speaking, speaking of vibrator, uh, yes, I'll, yes. I'll insert a very fun story that happened not too long ago, like last year. It's so fucking funny. So I carry my little um, bullet, like my little vibrator everywhere, right? It's quite small. It has a little pouch, whatever. And uh, I travel with it. So um, I was over in South America and I was at the uh, Mexico airport, right? Uh, at a, a New Mexico. Um, wait, not New Mexico. Uh, Mexico City. Mm. And it was late. It was nighttime. I'm freaking exhausted. I have to check back into the gate. Um 
So I'm already very irritable and um, just, just want to get through, right? I'm just, and everybody around, you know, everybody speaks Spanish, not so much English at all. And at that time, since I'm so exhausted, I do speak like intermediate Spanish, but like oh, wow. at that point, like I was just not ready for that. <laughs> so all the security guard and the um, airport employee at that entrance are all female, except this one male. Okay. So they're checking over my bag and they found this one pen that I got, right? The pen looked like a lipstick. So she's using her limited English. She's like, what is, you know, I'm like, ah, pen. Then I'm like, what is pen? Oh yeah, buddy uh, uh, right? I'm like, you know, it's ballpoint pen. And she's like, show me because it looked like a lipstick. It have a cap on. So she gave it to, to me to show her. I'm like, uh, open the cap. I'm like, look, it's a pen. So look, it can write. I'm like, escribe aquí, you know, like it's a pen, right? Gracias, put it back. I'm like, okay, damalos, okay. And then she's going through my bag. And you know, like when they say, like, don't put batteries in your, you know, luggage, right? The uh, check-in luggage. So I have it in my, in my bag. And I forgot my vibrators in there because it is a battery, right? So she took out that pouch. I'm like, don't, don't touch it. I'm like, you, you don't want to take it out. And and again, at that point, I'm like, oh, how do I say don't touch it? it like, <laughs> you know, in Spanish, I'm like trying to figure out, I'm trying to remember. And she opened the pouch and took out my vibrator, right? And I was like, it's a vibrator. I don't know the Spanish word for vibrator. I haven't learned that vocabulary yet. And I'm like, vibrator. <laughs> She's looking at me, I'm looking at her. And and I'm like it. And I'm like no. I'm like now I have to clean it because she grabbed it. I'm, I don't want her to touch it, right? Even though yes, it's clean. And then she looked at me and just handed it to me. And go show me. I'm like no, I am not showing you before you buy me dinner. Like I'm not doing here. I'm in the middle of an airport. I'm not about to show you how a fucking vibrator works, right? And, and I'm looking around to just me because it was like two a.m. There's nobody else around. I'm like, this is fucking hysterical. Too bad I cannot share this moment with another person, right? And out of everybody, the guy security is the only person who looked at her and said something in Spanish, I guess a vibrator. In, uh, no, explain what it is, right? And she go, oh. And then she put it back in the bag and give it to me. I'm like, I fucking told you not to touch it, right? I'm like, all right, now I have to clean the shit out of that thing, but oh well. But I'm just like, yeah like all the female there there's at least like eight of them six or seven yeah no eight of them nobody know that's a vibrator wow. that's a problem right like yeah. well not a problem wow. like that's shocking to yeah. me that as much as like you know in my circle I'm very freely chatting about uh sex and uh, sex uh sexuality with my friends you forget, like there are actually a lot of people, probably majority, who never even seen the vibrator before, know what it does, you know? Yeah. So I'm just like, ooh, that was interesting. Yeah, I'm like, ah, that goes down into my airplane travel story. <laughs> I mean, I, hey, look, I, I have my friends who, who've been living overseas that told me they've not, um, they've never masturbated. So I imagine if they never masturbated, they wouldn't even have seen what, what is the toy, you know? And and when I told them, it's perfectly okay to masturbate, they actually will cringe, like, oh, no. And 
I think because one could be religion. Two, I think it's masturbating is, you know, is being categorized as something bad. Do you know what I mean? As I know, isn't that sad? Like you were say ill about something about your own body. Yeah. For me, it's like, it's your body. Every part of your body. Like, I, I don't care if it's like, you know, farting, shitting, pooping. These are just all regular shit we do. It's part of being human, right? 100%. You know, and, and, and a lot of these things, like we've been told to literally, we should feel embarrassed about. Like our own hand touching our own body should be embarrassed yeah. about. I'm just yeah, like, like yuck, um, you, know, you know, I'm like, why is it yucky? I don't understand why is it yucky if it's you, right? Why, why are you not, like, why can you not accept every part of yourself kind of deal? That's so yeah. true. See, I, I'm a huge believer of accepting the complete human experience and I always focus on emotions, the good, mm -hmm. the bad, you know, the uncomfortable and not. Uh, however, when I speak to you um, a few days ago, um, you actually bring more awareness to me uh, on accepting. Um, I mean, although I do accept my, you know, my body, but I didn't actually realize it consciously how the complete um, human experience that includes also focusing on accepting fully our body and the experience of it, which includes masturbation, you know, and mm. all the imperfection. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it's even harder for generations these days because you live, um, grew up with social media, grew up with this polished view of what a standard human should look like that makes you even more um, not accepting of your own unique individuality. I hope like just like all of us, little by little, you get to learn, you know, what part of societal rules or what part of image uh, you choose to accept and what part you choose to go like you know what I can see people doing that but you know what? I'm gonna love myself anyways all part of myself does that mean like every single part of me that I'm gonna go like you know it's perfect and I don't think I need to look a certain way no I'm also affected by that right yes but um I am you know always trying to work I'm like you know <clears throat> as much as like I have things I don't like about me I'm good you know, like little by little, nothing is going from zero to 100 and go like, it's always a work in progress. It's always like matter of change. I might think one way now and later on, I'm going to think something else and it's absolutely. all fine. It's just all part being you, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I also like the part that's when I was speaking to you, you were saying, <clears throat> um, so you are, you are open in your preference right you know you have a partner and then yeah yeah you have you have partner but ethically and it's an agreement that you could be seeing other people right yeah I'm both polyamorous and pansexual so yes that's a new term uh yes I do agree there's so many categorized things these uh, these days that it put my head into spin too but um pretty much polyamorous means um both party consensual uh, with your partner that you can have multiple partners uh physical or emotional and pansexual means uh female male fine 
if you're drag queen, if you're trans, if you're cross-dressing, uh, anything in between are all fine. Yes. Like, I just like, like cool people with cool personalities. Like, if you have good humor, um, makes me laugh. And I really like eyes. I like pretty eyes. And yeah, like, you yeah, know, man. hey, <laughs> come over. <laughs> well, it takes you longer. You're in Singapore right now. So like, you I know. On the plane. <laughs> You're just on my list. I'm joking. Um, I'm, I'm very monogamous. However, like recently I thought of, um, you know, I, I'm monogamous. I and and admittedly, I was against um, uh, polygamy. You know, I was against people having multiple partner. But recently, you know, the more I'm embracing um, acceptance is my word of the year, and even starting last year, uh, acceptance and tolerance. And the more I'm just thinking, like, um, what if really? We are not some for some of us really not meant to have just one partner. You, you know, like wouldn't mm. it actually if you have an ethical relationship and then you find someone that you know that aligns with you, then technically then you're not cheating on anyone. No one get feels cheated because you have this healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my feel on that is exactly. It's really not about like if there's a right way to have a relationship or a wrong way. Same thing with sexual preferences. It's not like right way, wrong way. It's like uh, you are uh, finding another being that shares the same value with you. Right. There's like it's about compatibility and about communication. Right. Not about like which one is superior. Because yeah, I have many friends who are like, I can never do polyamorous totally get it but for me it's just like I try monogamy right it really is not my thing I don't feel that way I always like um use the knowledge of food my favorite food category I, I love Thai food and I love Japanese food um but sometimes I will go for a steak and other time when I get hungry I'm gonna go for the hot dog cart and the hot dog tastes pretty fucking good or I'm just gonna be hungry I need something right but that doesn't make Thai food, Japanese food any less, you know? And, and like the other day we went to a boat party and, um, you know, past midnight when we come off the uh, the dock, all I want is McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> so I did that, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, shit just happens. It's just like, again, the whole thing was like um, societal rule, you know? There are ones, of course, it's, you it's can not harm yourself either. and harm others. I get that, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's some stuff. It's just really about that's how commonly people do it. It's a guideline. And it's really up to you if you want to follow that guideline. It's like, oh, I, I kind of like that guideline. Sure. Or go like, oh, but the other way people doing it sounds fun too. Let me try it. And you might try and go like, mm, no, not my thing. Cool. And you might try and go like, you know what? That's actually okay, okay, okay. You know, I'm not fully there yet mentally or whatever. But either... I can continue trying or maybe on a later st stage we don't always have to like click on like that there's so many part of my sexual preferences it's like learn as you go like example BDSM right I, I wasn't born liking BDSM I get introduced a little yeah, by I was little gonna and ask, if I want to have a question yeah. about, you know I want to yeah. talk about BDSM I personally am not um educate in that so I am excited for you to talk about 
really I said, as I remember, as what you told me, actually, you are the one who introduced to your partners um, on BDS BDSM. Yeah, it's so funny um, because like, I mean, polyamorous too. I mean, he had previous polyamorous relationship as well, but usually so far all my um, relationships, I'm the one who introduced that first. I usually say it really early in the beginning. I'm like, hey, by the way, you know, like liking each other. Um, why am I <clears throat> losing my voice today? <laughs> so liking each other, by the way, I'm poly. Like, I don't want to settle down with just one person. And if you're not okay with that, that's completely fine. And if you want to try it out now, see if you're okay with it and turn on now, okay, that's fine too. But if you would like to continue this, like, just know that. And like communication is such a, like a strong thing right and with the bdsm if i would have gotten like the, the level i have now when i first you know start sexual experience it, it would definitely frighten scare or scar me for life that's for sure <laughs> um uh, yes my first one like light uh that still count as a bdsm stage is when i was i uh, had uh, um i think it was just a one night stand and uh he put his hand on my neck he choked me right and like it wasn't really consented or just a little mm, a little it it wasn't consented but but i remember going like oh shocking but i didn't not dislike it huh sorry is pulling hands considered as bdsm no it's playing rough even yeah, like choking it depends on who 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 it is because it, yeah. it, it goes a bit more to the um you need to like, like really be careful how you do it kind of stage it's a gray area it can still be playing rough right but it's like the beginning like it's the it's a bdsm light <laughs> <laughs> the light beer of right so i remember like going like yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember like, like wasn't consented, but like, I did not dislike it. So little by little, I just get more and more into that. I went to like the, uh, so there's a community called Fat Life, F-E-T, like fetish life. So it would be described as Facebook for kink community, you know? Ooh. So like the platform is even looked the same. Is that on Facebook or where is it? No, no, no. It's the website, Fat Life, F-E-T-L-I-F-E. Okay. And yeah, you can find the king party in your area. I mean, back in New York, there's a lot more parties than here in Sydney. In Sydney, I haven't really been a venture out much because I came here a year and a half ago during pandemic. So I'm still kind of careful in yeah. big crowds. Like, you know, I mean, I fucking I go everywhere already, but like just this gets more intimate, right? And yeah. also everywhere that we need to like start building back in the community because a life event has been like, you know, dying out left and right and not everything start slowly coming back but but anyways I remember the first time going to a BDSM party party and um it was really cool the community in New York because they have a tradition of like everybody meet up um at a diner like have dinner before going to the party so you get to see people in their you know like natural light you know it's like it's not <laughs> scary everybody's super like you know uh, understanding uh, very much into like hey play play sure but play safe with consent remember safe words it's so welcoming it's so non-stressful it really takes the edge off and I remember sitting with a couple of newbies on, on the bench like 
just watching everything that's going on and going like ha, 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 penis ha, 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 boobies <laughs> just like being such a kid and seeing like naked people in fetish wear walking around doing all type of kink stuff they like you know like spanking and like rope bondage and like um all type of like um violet uh, uh wand which is like a electric uh, um pulse right it's like you get like little buzz and shock like it's like sensual play it's like all different and and, and it, it's just a very uh well at least the community I was in a very consensual and very safe and very welcoming place so would you advise I mean like for some, some for people who I'm sure I'm not the only person who's curious about BDSM um <laughs> but for those that who wants to try BDSM mm-hmm. would you say you know it's important to find um a safe environment that's always sex too always. like anything right even if you masturbate you want to be in a safe environment right yeah for someone who's new and wants to try BDSM for example to, wait uh-huh. to begin with why don't you like um, it's a very brief description. What is BDSM actually to, to, to the, the audience that may not even know what's BDSM? Uh, so it's bondage, uh, um, uh, uh, dominant, submissive, and masochistic. I, I think those are the four. Um, so I guess like I would use the, 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 the Chinese concept yin yang, right? You know that symbol is like the, yeah, uh, the the circle, white with a black dot and the black part with a white dot. Uh, you have a light and darker side of you, right? Absolutely. So I, I would see it like there are people who are, even in a couple, one will be more submissive and one will be more dominant, yeah. right? I mean, the balance could be very subtle, but usually it's there. I don't care if it's gay couple. I don't care if it's straight couple. I don't care if it's whatever couple, you know? Because like, it only makes sense, right? Like everything's like if somebody do it better, of course the other person do a little less. You know that has nothing to do with like you know you cannot share responsibilities. I'm just saying usually one is more dominant and louder than the other one, um, and uh, it's all about control and letting go of control. So a lot of times submissive is just like oh, it's almost more, I guess demanding because you're giving away control but ultimately you should have to say how much you want and how much you go for so as much as the dominant party like the one who's being the master and the one who's being the daddy is dominating over you but a good partnership that person should really listen to you and what you want and how far to go all right so so you kind of hold the key to that Mm. so it's a very uh interesting tango of emotions and plays and no will you everybody do it like right the first time probably not it's a little by little but do some research do some homework understanding like what could go wrong what how far you can go and what is your um I guess your own limit and how to set your own boundary is so important just because you're in a play or in a fantasy thing or a uh, uh, um trying a new thing understand at any point even if you consented before and you feel uncomfortable I don't even know two minutes into it understand stopping and stopping understand that that partner shouldn't be powing shouldn't be oh you know no you didn't feel comfortable it is all fine 
So establish that place before you start venturing boundaries, into hmm? boundary. Yeah, yeah. And for both sides. Cause because for for dominant side, maybe at one point like hurting you, you know, doesn't get them off. It just get you off. Mm. And maybe they feel very uncomfortable doing that. It's so much communication is is needed to make it the best experience for you. It's a lot of trusting. And of course, there's also, you know, the kink on the stranger. But again, uh, there's a lot of uh, different does sectors. B- does BDSM necessarily means it has to be a stranger? No, 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 no. Just one of the kink could be. It could be that you like the whole humiliating things, but with strangers. That 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 could yeah, be a kink. Is there, there are people who like getting watched by other people, right? So BDSM it's, it's doesn't just mean uh more those more rougher sexual act. Usually it does, but a, a dominant act could be very different. You can be dominant over, you know, like a dominatrix could be dominant over you on just words, and there's actually money dominatrix. Which is very interesting. She like uh, uh, that the dominant person will be dominant over your expenses and your money. What? That's also dominance and also kink. That that this world. This is why I love the sex topic so much. There's so much in there. So you, much. You mean the money dominance is also part of sex? It's a kink. It's a turn on. Oh, wow. for some people oh, cool. so just like oh you know uh you've been a bad boy like i want you to buy me a product now because it, it could be a stressful thing like keep on spending money as well and that stress gets translate to excitement gets translate into oh, wow. you know oh, this is, isn't that interesting very interesting. there's so much in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting mm-hmm. cool um so um, what I wanted to say as well, how do you actually perceive, I mean, you love sex so much, you know, we all do, I mean, us, um, you know, that sometimes like for us, you know, like being able, being comfortable, being ourselves, I mean, women like me and you, we are quite outspoken and mm-hmm. confident in our own ways. And then we could speak, and speak, um, express ourselves in, in vocally and even in our words or even our clothing um, easier than some girls. Um, I'm sure you've experienced it, experienced it like me where somehow some people feel that it gives them the permission to, to be rude to you or to hit on you in a rude way. Like, uh, you know, send you kind of like um, messages, you know, like not ideal messages, you know, that is like out of the boundaries where you should be respectful of a woman. What do you say about that? I mean, like, if I. Yeah, that sucks. Right. Because again, like, I like to talk about sex topic. I don't, like, you know, uh, it's one of those like um, very easy topic that can just get into you can be talking about drains and kind of like party and talk about this girl's dress or that guy's pants and little by little it goes to sexuality and goes to sex right and for me is that the topic is not because like you're a guy i'm interested in it, it just can just be a good conversation with a person that you you know 
interested in talking to. I mean, of course, if somebody like I find them a, like appalling, like I'm just like, you know, your attitude sucks. I kind of don't want to talk to you. That's different. But yeah, it it because like it, it going that freely about sexuality is very taboo. People do get the wrong signal. To be fair, to play devil's advocate, on the other side, for guys' side, it kind of sucked too, right? Because like because you don't experience that, you are saying that's a signal. And if you see it as a signal, it will be weird to just go, hey, by the way, is this a signal? You're going to start trying to test, you know? It, 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 it's a cat and mouse kind of deal, right? Uh, does that give them permission to try it rudely? No, not anytime. It doesn't matter what you say. It shouldn't be rude and, you know, it should be like calm with respect. But if they trying, um, my it's a gray area depending on what you think. But for me, it's just like, all right, if I feel the feel them like coming on back to me uh because they think I'm my behavior is a come on and I'm not welcoming that I probably would do something to nip it at the butt again not try to be rude or whatever but just like uh body language um getting a drink whatever because a lot of time I still don't really know the exact way to how to do it because for a lot of female I know for you to turn a guy down sometimes you get very nasty response back even just like oh no thank you you get somebody go oh, bitch yeah. right it's like mm, but it's not about you it's really about that person never learned to deal with rejection very well. great point. and it's their own problem to deal with doesn't mean it makes it any like more annoying or, or hurtful on your side but it really is more about them than it's about you and because like most guys are bigger than female stronger than female yeah there are things like if I turn that guy down will he do something bad to me so yeah for females like unfortunately as much as we're trying to um get ourselves uh to get balanced but not equal you know because like there's a whole saying like oh like a man and woman you know if you want equal you should be doing the same thing no we build differently right it's all about the balance of like we all get the rights that we deserve not about like everything had to be exactly the same that's two different concepts right but if I show somebody basic respect then I'm expecting that back right so no I don't think it's right I don't think necessarily there is anything at the moment I can think of we could do about it It it's fucking annoying but a little by little maybe more people have talked about this like on your podcast is right now and more people more guys or females can hear it and go like oh I guess there are people who just fucking like to talk about it to talk about it not yeah. necessarily trying to give you any yeah. kind of it's like when, so, whatever you talk about your favorite things yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah exactly I and, guess like the, the openness and the more um educated uh, everybody about themselves and about this topic and hearing more girls and guys to, for different perspective like i said it is definitely not easy for guys either because of course if you're interested in talking to a girl you will want that to be a comma as well it, it, you know um so, so yeah because, uh, that's so true because like for me the moment if someone say to me it, it makes me scared like it kind of make, make me withdraw like i feel or oh, he's just he just you know wanted something like a piece of me um so that is correct. Like, I guess if it's the first conversation and people speak to me, like hinting me like sexually, um, you know, 
it scares me because you know I've got some past traumas. So yeah, I think that's a that's a certain I think it's subjective, it depends on where you are. You know, like like I it really does. Yeah. Like I personally I don't talk sexual stuff just with random strangers, maybe my with my my close friends, uh, unless we are in some parties. However, I personally will get messages, not every day, but often enough, even in professional platform where I didn't speak at all. I talk, I always talk left, right, center. I always talk by my work because I'm passionate about my work, you know? However, I don't know, um, is it the way I dress or the energy I exude? It somehow gives them this permission to, you know, start asking me, how sensual are you? I'm like, dude, we are in LinkedIn. We just talk about possible collaboration, blah, blah, blah. That is just so wrong. And then they start telling me, this is so important to me. Uh, then I'm like thinking, you're not even my time. Why are you telling Ooh, me? Somebody's hitting you up on LinkedIn. That, that, that's so wrong many stuff. times. Like, and um, I find yeah, it so no. rude. <laughs> yeah, um, rude because you start off me and gives you the permission, you know. And I spoke to someone to a guy like I can't say he's my friend but kind of like acquaintance like or I almost collaborated with because he said he's you know and we had some common grounds but when I told him you know this is the struggle that I have and I know it's not just my struggles it's like uh, struggles where a lot of um, girls that kind of like um, girls or similar like me will experience like we spend half our time dissecting who's you know genuinely trying to connect with me <laughs> for a genuine reason and who actually trying to hit on me or get under my skirt you know um and it's tiring it's really tiring like i i, I think people forget like the more respectful you are the more than on actually a lot of girls would be um uh I, you know like that's so funny because like there's so many of those uh, um workshops that's like Oh, uh, how to talk to a girl, whatever, right? And most of these are run by other guys to guys. And I'm looking at that. Shouldn't this run by females to guys? Because you're trying to talk to other females. Don't you want a bunch of females telling you, hey, yeah, you say this, I'm fine with. You say that, some of us are fine with, some of us are not. You say this, most likely none of us like it. And then just like, like, and you just see like macho guy telling other macho guys, how to talk to girls I'm like not not that you know guys shouldn't teach guys I'm just looking at them just like that's kind of counterproductive you know what I'm saying who say I want just yeah, one right. type of guy They're, like every girl's different and every guy is different some girls just like shy guys right so mm -hmm. now you need to tell, to tell tell this guy to do pickup lines and trying to be confident when you really not and you really in the setting that like you guys want to get to know people more before you open up and make the guys who are shy or who you know does things differently thinking that there's something wrong with them there isn't you just didn't find the partner that you want to click with you know so I find that like yeah very interesting um don't have time to delve into that group yet because uh, there's so many things I'm interested in I like to delve into but whenever I see an ads come across my Instagram I'm just go like huh 
it usually really be advertising like you know um, we're gonna have a panel of girls from all different area and talk about different topics maybe that's a very interesting if you're gonna have a live event that would be very fun I would to like to. just have female male different perspectives you know i would love to and I will definitely have you on it. I I actually had before a panel discussion that um my first panel discussion on living authentically, and this would probably be the next one. Absolutely, yeah. If if you're gonna if you're gonna do a series, I want one on dick pics, because <laughs> like I want to yeah I want to know even from the sender part right because most of us don't react to that. So I would like to know when you send it right. What do you expect? Or, or is that a kink, right? So the fact that you send it turns you on. Or the fact that you think about the other person is reacting a certain way that turns you on, right? I'm so curious what's the information behind that. Because for me, when I get one of those, I'm just like, oh, because I'm in marketing. So I'm just like, oh, that's bad lighting. I mean, you could have <laughs> just turned on the light. Like, I can't even make out a shape. Like, like what do you... Like, I don't know what size that is. I'm like, wait, is this, wait, like, which angle is that? Like, I start analyzing it as it was doing, like, a marketing. Campaign. I just had yesterday, not a dick pic, but somebody sending me, like, his super hunk body, topless, and I've never seen him before. Like, he's trying to ask me out for a dinner, but I'm like, oh, okay, I don't want to rush. I need to think about it. And he's like, oh, I just finished gym. And he sent me this picture. Then I'm like, I'm not sure what's the purpose of you sending me this picture. He said dinner. So that's dinner. <laughs> I'm like, you might want to send to Bunny. <laughs> that's a preference. No, please no. No, it's okay. No, I know. I, I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, um, um, so I said, and then he said, oh no, the only reason I'm sending you so that you know I'm not a scam. Dude, like seriously. So I said. <laughs> See, okay, 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 okay. To be fair, to be fair, since we are on the topic that we both like to talk about, you know, sex shit and that people think that we're common, right? You have to also give him the benefit of doubt, right? That maybe he is just showing you that's not a scam and he is proud of his body. It could, it could. He's super proud of his body. It could. He, he, it could, it could, right? So like, you know, on the other way around. If, if so far at this point, he has been respectful and saying stuff that's like, oh, okay, cool, like, you know, and just showing you at the gym. That this is the first time of, I speak to him. Fine, you know? You know, like, like I can, do you know what I mean? If I can understand if we progress. I'm like, first time I'm speaking to you, Sammy, it's a little bit, I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> I perceive it as that's a selling point, not appealing. And I, and I told him, actually, a lot of scammers and do this. <laughs> then he's like, mm, okay, I will not do it again. So I'm like, Goa is someone that I I perceive it as not very intellectual. So I I am actually very attracted to people who are intellectual. If someone wants to ask mm -hmm. me on a date and send me your bloody body that you work so hard on, maybe it works for some. But for me, you can't be that intellectual to send me on a first conversation your body. But that's just for me. Like, no, there's no right or wrong. But I just, no, that's not intellectual. I find that disrespectful. You're like, yeah, I can't see how smart you are from those nipples. <laughs> <laughs> like, move the nipples. Like, uh, let me see your theories. <laughs> like, like, I feel, speak 10 more sentences at least. Or maybe second conversation. If, like, third line, 
all he could offer me is like, hello, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I just finished my gym. I took a selfie of his body. I'm like, don't you have any other content <laughs> selling point? <laughs> it, it, it will be funny. Like, you know, he's showing your body and have a watch. I'm like, I'm just showing you the time. Oh, the muscle, it just by accident. I'm just showing you what time it is. <laughs> and my new watch. <laughs> <laughs> like almost, I feel it might come from a place of lack of self-esteem. You know, like you, again, could. sorry? I said could. Yeah. Is it a possibility? Sure. You know. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Benny. I could be talking to you forever, you know, um, which I will. I will definitely be inviting you. I, um, we've already planned. I, we, I'm going to talk to um, Bunny's partner as well. And I'm also going to bring them together in one of the episodes so that we can have <laughs> a deeper look on um, how actually polygamy, polymery, um, you know, anyway, non monogamous. Polyamorous. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not as bad as we've all thought about it. And I mean, like, I'm saying this coming from someone who's super monogamy and had, like most people, is like against the idea of this. However, I realize, admittedly, I realize because I sat and sat, meditate, and really did a deeper look into deeply into myself. I realized for me personally, I'm afraid to approve non-monogamy because it comes from a place of insecurity. It comes from a place of, I'm hmm. afraid if I approve openly non-monogamous um, relationship, then I'm technically allowing my partner to be doing that. Uh, you know, however, hmm. because as I progress loving myself and being more accepting, I realize, no, and that's almost a selfish point of view. You, you know, it's actually, well, if I'm monogamous, then bloody find somebody that, you know, aligning to me. However, I actually find it more liberating for myself that I come to a place where I find it very refreshing. Um, and I actually agree and find it, you know, amazing that these people could live in their truth. And I will always vouch for that. People should live in their truth. And as long as they live ethically, why not? Yeah, like I don't even know why you say you're not intellectual. So, like, I didn't say I'm not very intellectual. intellectual. I didn't say I'm not. Did you say like you're not intellectual? That's why you want to find somebody intellectual, or did you say no, you no, no, are no. intellectual? You want to find no, somebody intellectual? I didn't say anything about intellectual. I'm like, no, nothing about that. Where does it come from? No, I didn't say about that. No, I'm sorry. Oh, good. Okay. But I was. I realized it comes from a place of insecurity. Um, uh, that's why I, I didn't approve of non-monogamous and I said that um, I did I can't remember but anyway I didn't say not intellectual I without any conceit being considered I think I'm smart <laughs> like actually bloody smart <laughs> you're very smart yes thank you so much I agree um, I did I, no I said I no, I did say I'm I find intellectual very appealing you know, like I'm attracted for people with people who are intellectual because I have certain mm -hmm. level of intellectual. It is very frustrating if I talk to people that's not intellectual. Or, or, you know, like you don't have to know everything, 
I think intellectual also includes wanting to know more of what you don't know. You know, that's how. That's so important. Like, it's okay that you don't know, but like, you know, when to open your mouth and when to shut up and listen, kind of deal. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I have a lot of things that I don't know what I don't know, and I'm very well aware of it. You know, and everything, yes. like, even the stuff I'm expertise on, you can always find a different view. You can always like weigh it out and change it, or um, find the reason why you standing your own ground for something. Exactly. It's such a fun game. Exactly. Like I think that's why I'm attracted to you. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm attracted Oops. to people <laughs> that um have so much to offer and confident in their skin, and yet also wants to learn some more. And I mean, I find it so humbling, humbling that you want to. We want to learn from each other. No one is better than than another. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, mm-hmm. um. Yeah, so so to sum it up, you know, today, um, Bunny Ann has been such a great um, honor to have you with me on our podcast. And I'm, I've learned a lot of our conversation and I'm sure our audience too. To, su- to sum it up, <laughs> um, uh, what is it? Masturbation should be embraced. Try it. <laughs> yeah, try it, exactly. Should be embraced is, I mean, unless you're religious, then I'm not here to talk about what religion, um, you know, uh, disallows certain things. However, if it's because shame or whatever reason, no, 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 no. We are here to say you should explore your own body. You know, like, why not? Why let, why can permission for everybody to explore your body um, and not yourself? You know, always put yourself mm-hmm. first. And, and whatever you do, whether it's for your own body, whether it's a monogamous relationship, BDSM, do everything with safety. Make sure everything aligns to your own um, well-being, your values, and you feel safe. Um, yeah, as long as you're in a safe space and you feel that person emotionally make you feel safe, knock yourself up. Right and um, yeah, yeah. Knock yourself out is a really, really good slogan for <laughs> masturbation. Yeah, nine, and, nine out of ten doctors agree. <laughs> and and also, you know, being non-monogamous doesn't being non-monogamous or or liking to talk about sex or liking masturbation or whatever is doesn't make anyone a bad person. It's just preferences, you know. It's, it's just as long as they're happy, as long as it's not affecting their well-being, do whatever you have to do, you know. Uh, you know, you and and let's all not judge, and let's all embrace it, one another, support one another, and keep exploring. Be curious and keep exploring. Um, <laughs> or, or, you know, especially on those aspects. That we were told not right. Like I believe uh-huh. we have so much to unlearn and and relearn. I, I I believe judge with an open mind. You know, I mean, we all Absolutely. judge, right? We will have perception when we see somebody. We're gonna have that first thing, but with an open mind, like understand that your first view of somebody might or might not be right. You know, like it, mm-hmm. it, nothing is chisel in stone. So like 
it, it, it's human nature to judge right away. It's all fine, right? But it's like, are you going to make that judgment the final say? Or are you going to give this an open mind? Like, oh, I might or might not be right about this. Or it might or might not be the same or different, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> yes. Also, having this, um, just because I have this podcast where we talk so openly, um, where it's a little bit different than the rest of my podcast, However, it's still about, my podcast is all about embracing the complete human experience. And I like to talk about subjects that are less talked upon. And mm -hmm. this, here's a reminder, please remember, this does not um, gives you the permission to start um, um, messaging us or looking at, you know, with disrespectful messages. Um, however, this is an invitation for you to be more open and to to dive deep and think further, deeper uh, into the perspective we put out here. And yeah, and thank, well you, so, <laughs> thank you so much, Bunny. Is there anything you would like uh, to say to our audience before we part? Yeah, when I get to Singapore, I want to eat chili crab. I love it, love it. I mm -hmm. will take you there. Yes. Yeah, that's right. a promise, right? Okay. 100% promise. Only my favorite is um, 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 black pepper. But that's a promise. I will take you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm hungry already. <laughs> Yay! Thank you for having me. I had a great my time. My pleasure. My great pleasure. So if anyone wants to find Bunny, uh, she's everywhere. However, the easiest to find her is uh, on Instagram at SoBunny. That's S triple O Bunny B U N N Y. Thank you yeah, so much. Oh, oh, funny. Yes. Um, thank you so much, everyone. Um, I will put more details uh, on the podcast. Um, this is Bunny Yen and I'm Rihanna Yusuf. Thank you for listening. I look forward to see you guys again, to see all of you. See you. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mwah. Mwah.